Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I can't believe it. It's the first podcast of My Cousin Timmy presented by Spiros Bros Media. I am your host, Cousin Troy, here to tell you about what you're listening to because you're probably tuning in and My Cousin Timmy, what the hell kind of podcast is this? Well, we're going to get into exactly what that is for all you beautiful people out there. I will say one thing that I can tell you right now about this podcast is that it has been five years in the making. Ladies and gentlemen, Cousin Timmy. Hey, Cuz. How are you doing? Long time no see. It has been a long time no see. Well, really. Really has been. But I guess you've been waiting five years for this podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm the reason why it's been delayed for so long because I just can't get off my lazy ass. My Cousin Timmy, the podcast... What's it all about? What can you tell us? What are we going to be doing here? This podcast is going to be talking about my crazy life and how I have made the decision three years ago to be a stay-at-home dad. That does sound crazy, but go ahead. Yes, I moved across the country and have been taking care of my daughter for three years and just had another baby. Congratulations. Over the summer. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I'm now outnumbered here with two daughters and a wife. And testosterone pills I need are necessary some, for you. Yes, I need some masculinity in my life. So I need a podcast to talk about sports and gambling and fantasy and being a parent, being alone in a house with two children. Losing all of my adult vocabulary words and watching Doc McStuffins every day. So I think the sum it up to our listeners, it's a potpourri of sports, entertainment, and parenting, right? Yes, but a good smelling potpourri. Not none of that uh, cheap stuff you buy at TJ Maxx. Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, I, I, this must be Pottery Barn potpourri. Uh, well, that sounds awesome. Why don't we get into our first segment here on this very first show, Timmy? And um, it's actually going to be the travel segment. I am not traveling anywhere. You, being on the uh, the West Coast, are actually traveling back over to the East Coast because you're going to a small event. Not a lot of people go to this. Doesn't get a lot of fanfare, but it's called Super Bowl Fifty Three. So, Timmy, how did you swing this? And uh, and and can I have a ticket? Well, I haven't been out of the house in a while, so every now and then I try to convince my wife to let me out and do some adult things. Um, but yes, I am traveling to Atlanta one week from today to go to the Super Bowl with a pal of mine who goes by the name of Brew, and we are going to take over the city of Atlanta for three days. It's it's going to be a blast. I'm not going to wow. have any kids. I can go to bed when I want. I can watch what I want to watch. I can listen what I want to listen to. And I don't have anybody that's going to complain to me. So, I'm this, excited. This is this 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 is a what a great opportunity for a stay-at-home dad. I I, I got to look into that. Uh <laughs> uh <laughs> So one thing I'm curious about is, uh, did you secure tickets already? 
I did. I did. We actually were able to purchase tickets today. Oh my! God. Free of all fees. Come on. That's right. That's right. We went the uh, social media route, and I actually am going to say thanks to my wife on this one. She was able to find somebody um, that was selling tickets. Unbelievable. Uh, with with no fee. So we were able to avoid the 800 to $2,500 fees that StubHub and SeatGeek and Ticketmaster are charging you to use their service. So when are you getting possession of the actual tickets when you get to Atlanta? They should be here in the next 36 hours. We had them FedEx overnight. So wow. I'll be waiting by waiting by the door. Oh, that's you got to you have to film that. That's 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 a social media moment if if I've ever uh, heard of one. I may try to take a photo with the FedEx guy. That would be awesome. Oh, that would be sweet. Definitely do that. Uh, well, that's great, man. Congratulations. I hopefully for your sake, uh, it's safe to assume here. We haven't see one thing we haven't talked about unless I fell asleep on the microphone for the past two minutes was that uh, you are a Patriots fan. This is not a this is not a West Coast LA Rams trip, correct? That is correct. I was uh, born and raised just outside of Boston in a town called. Arlington, which I grew up calling A-Town, so it's fitting that I am traveling to another A-Town to watch Very the nice. Patriots Very win nice. the Super Bowl. Okay, great. Well, I don't even – I don't want to know uh, how much you had to pay for this ticket. Uh, I'm nervous for you. I want them to win, the Patriots to win, just so that you could just justify the uh, hopefully the amazing time you'll be having there uh, with uh, uh, in Atlanta with Brew. The first Super Bowl that Tom Brady won in 2001 was against the Rams, and that's who they're playing next week. And I think it's going to come full circle for him and for me. Now. This is special for me because I've worked in professional sports now for a number of years doing various and diverse jobs um, that I'm sure you'll hear about as you listen to the podcast. Uh, but my first job ever in professional sports was being a runner for ESPN Deportes. Well. It was a Sunday night football game. In Foxborough, Massachusetts, and it was the 2001 season. It was the Rams at the Patriots. Come on. Yes, and I believe the Rams actually won so that game. Was this was um, this before or after the first Super Bowl of uh, the Brady Belichick era? This game was played during the season of the year. The same season that the Patriots won their first Super Bowl with Brady and Belichick wow. against the Rams. So the Super Bowl was actually a rematch of the regular season game. Oh, okay. And I was there to witness that. Look at you, man. That's well, right. I think Patriot Nation has Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and now Cousin Tim to thank for the uh, five Super Bowl wins that they have. Yes, so the score was 24-17 Rams. So you at yeah. the time that the Patriots 
after the end of this game, they were five and okay. five, and the Rams were eight and one, and that was the greatest show on turf team. Yes. I remember the only thing I remember about that team, as you'll probably tell about this, like I do watch some sports. Uh, I'm not that clued in. Tim is Tim much more so. But all I remember is about a Bob Costas interview where he was interviewing, I think, Marshall Falk and the uh, who the heck is the XFL guy? I think he. Oh, Kurt. No, <laughs> he, he, hate uh, he hate me. That's the only player I know from the XFL. I think that's making a comeback. Uh, Kurt Warner. He didn't play. He played arena, right? Arena football. I think that's what I remember. Yeah, he did not play in the oh, whatever. XFL. XFL, AFL. He's a he's a stand-up guy. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I personally know him. Apparently, uh, <laughs> all I remember is them having the interview and just like Marshall Falk losing it. Like I can't do this. Like they were talking about the loss and how devastating it was, and he just had he just walked off of the interview. I just I just distinctly remember that about about that Super Bowl win. Um, but. See, this is interesting. So this is a great recap of your – would you say that this was sort of like – were you into football beforehand or this was the first time that, that really kind of, you know, you jumped on as a as – a, or you've always been a Patriots fan? Football, I'd say, probably is my third sport. Um, I played – not really. I didn't really play. But I was on the freshman football team in high school. Um, and that was really my only experience. I was kind of a legend growing up in the uh, schoolyard play from probably first through sixth grade. Um, uh-huh. But long story short, not a huge football guy growing up, mostly basketball, baseball. But um, for me, this was a special experience uh, being going to that game then. Um, the funny part about the game is that I was supposed to sit outside – of the network truck the whole time and wait for the uh, the guys in the truck to tell me if they needed anything. And I was just supposed to go fetch yeah. it. Um, and at some point I had been sitting there for the whole, almost the whole game. And I was like, fuck this. I'm going to go onto yeah. the field because they mistakenly gave me an all access pass minus locker room. Yeah. Um, and so I just, kind of wandered into the okay. stadium because uh, the trucks were in the back parking lot. And I walked onto the field behind the sidelines of the uh, Patriots and Rams. And I was actually, a cousin of mine had gotten me the job as a freelancer. And he um, has done that for his whole career being a freelance audio technician. So he was on the field uh, on the Patriots, or I think the Rams sideline, holding up a parab dish, um, which is a big satellite that sucks in all the sound for TV. Mm-hmm. And I was going to go say hi to him. <laughs> so I was walking behind the sidelines, behind all the players and the cheerleaders, and I made it to one side of the end zone. This is the way Gillette Stadium is, is that one side of the field is open, um, and there were less uh, seats. At, at this point, it was uh, they hadn't had the renovation yet, I th- believe, where the light tower is. But I made it to the end zone, and the field security <laughs> looked at me and yelled at me and said, what the hell are you doing? The game's in play. You can't be here. And I just lifted up my pass and basically shoved it in his face and just kept walking. Um, 
but the one, the one thing I remember is that I was uh, at one point standing behind London Fletcher, who was a linebacker for the Rams. Mm. And I don't know why, but I just remember him being really short. Okay. Um, for some reason, that's the one player I can vividly remember seeing while I was on the field. Um, but that was a great experience when they went to the Super Bowl that year um, and played the Rams. I said, wow, I saw this game earlier this year. And then I just kind of have that memory. I, I can't tell if I can't tell if we're listening to the story of your 2001 experience or or deflate gate. <laughs> so, so, sounds sounds like you were behind there uh, 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 who, with all all this access. God knows what you were up to. Uh, <laughs> yes, I feel I feel like these people need to do background checks when I, they give people I, I all feel, access passes, and they definitely yeah, don't. I feel I feel like I feel like for some reason over there at uh, Gillette and uh, is a little security's a little tighter now. Um, but um, I appreciate Tim, you, uh, you know something that experience. Um, since you're going to the Super Bowl, I was thinking about this. I thought it would be good if we played a little game uh, that we'll call Super Bowl Word Association. Are you up for it? I'm up for it. I love games. All right. Let's do it. Cool. So I'm just going to throw out, a, throw out a, a bunch of names to you. You can just, off the top of your head, just whatever comes to mind, you tell me. All right? All right. How much time do I have? This, this, you should be spitting out answers within three to five seconds. Okay. Just so every, our listeners at home, I'm watching a timer on my screen here. I have sixty seconds. Wow. So we're gonna rip through these in sixty seconds. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. So let's see how many you can get through. All right. All right. So here we go. go. Are you ready? You got your timer ready? Ready. And Set. Go. Mercedes Benz. Car I can't afford to drive. Gronk. Fun. Belichick. Winner. Todd Gurley. Fantasy stud. Atlanta. Hot. Joff. Excuse me? Is it Joff or Goff? Oh, Goff. <laughs> Losing quarterback. It's a terrible name as well. All right, Cooks. Needs to find a different kitchen for Sunday. Sue. Sue chefs are always in second place. $5 beers. Plenty. $2 hot dogs. Delicious. Favorite food? Doritos. And Brady. Goat. Wow, look at that. You nailed them all within 60 seconds. Did I get some applause for that? We'll we'll add in the applause. Uh, right now, we, we couldn't afford a live studio audience. Uh, so, uh, but excellent job, my, 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 uh, uh, my friend. Excellent job. Thank you, thank you. Um, well, that was fun. That was fun. All right, since you'll be at Super Bowl 53, it also makes sense to kind of go through some predictions. So let's do that real quick, okay? Let's do it. All right. Prediction number one, the coin toss. Heads. I think it's 
it's for some reason it's just always heads, but it'll probably be tails, unless they okay. have a double-headed coin. All right, let me write that down. Okay, heads. First commercial. I'm gonna go with a car commercial. It used to be Budweiser a lot, I think, like a few years in a row. And the past couple of years, I think it's always been a car commercial. Okay. So I'm going to stick with that. Vroom, vroom. All right. Uh, more points in the game. Gostowski or Legatron? I'm going to go with Gostowski because I think this is going to be a close game. And I think the Patriots will win by a field goal. Mm. By default, uh, I think he'll have three more points. It's a pretty safe bet, my friend. Uh, most of the Patriots Super Bowl wins have been by that uh, all-important field goal. First touchdown. I think the Rams will get on the board first. Okay. Typically, when the Patriots win the coin toss, they elect to defer and receive the ball in the second half. Mm. So I think... The Rams will score first, and the touchdown will go to Todd Gurley on a reception. All right, writing it down. Gurley on a receiving touchdown pass. Uh, Obviously, this is kind of the most important one. Who's going to win the game? Patriots, 100%. What do you have as a score? I think the score will be in the 30s. I think both these teams have some playmakers on defense, but they also can give up a lot of points. Um, I hope it's in the 30s. It'll be a more exciting game. Uh, but I'm going to go with 34 to 31 Patriots. Okay, Cousin Timmy with the 34 to 31 Patriots win in Super Bowl 53. So if the Pats are going to win, who will be the MVP? I mean, they're going to give it to Brady. I think even if one of the receivers has a really great game and Brady's numbers are just okay, I think they'll still give it to Brady. Okay. He's the GOAT. Why not? Last prediction uh, for Super Bowl 53. Patriots win. Brady MVP. That's what you said. Is this Brady's last game played in the NFL? No, it's not. I think, in my opinion, I think when they win, he should retire. Why not? Um, But I actually heard an interview today that uh, they were asking him these questions down um, in Atlanta. And Mm -hmm. he says he he wants to play to 45. And, you know, his numbers didn't really slip too much this year. And he still got it. So I don't doubt it. I don't doubt the man. His skill, his playmaking ability, and his also his ability to eat avocado ice cream is relentless, people. There you go. Tom Brady will continue to play after his Super Bowl win in Atlanta next Sunday. So, great job there, Cousin Timmy. You asked me for my predictions, so I'm mm-hmm. going to ask you a few questions for your predictions. Whoa, okay, people. You know, our good friend Brew that I'm traveling with doesn't have his name for no reason. That is true. The beers at the game in the stadium are $5. 
I'm putting the over-under at eight and a half beers that Brew drinks during the game in the stadium. What are you taking? I think I'm going to take the under. Oof. No faith in the Brew man. Any particular reason? I don't know. I just... The, so many people, I think it's more of like a, it's a logistical problem more than his ability to do, to do, uh, to, 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 to hit eight or go over eight in the game. Uh, unless it goes into overtime and they're still serving. Um, but I'm going to say the under just purely because of the amount of people, the obviously reduced price of the beer. I, I just think there'll be so many people flocking to get as many as they can. It just he'll be standing in line to, to more than more often than he will be, you know, drinking eight beers or more. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you and go under. I think it's going to be difficult to go get beers four times and not miss majority of the game. Yep. But Mercedes Benz is a new stadium. I've never been there. They may have beer guys walking around. Very true. They could so do that. That could would expedite. Be, it could be more accessible. It could be. It could so be. If that is the case, would you change your answer? Uh, I'm going to stick with my prediction of under. Okay, fair enough. You'll have to fill us in. Fair enough. And here's another prediction. Uh, Saturday, we're going to be there all day. Nice. Prob- probably having a great time, drinking most of the day. Who do you think passes out first? Brew. Me or brew. Brew. He'll drink more that day. Is that a challenge? Well, for me to pass I don't know. out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, dude. Oh, yeah. man. I hope dude. I don't pass out in a foreign city. Who, who knows what's going on down there? <laughs> foreign city. We're in the United States. <laughs> it's Atlanta, man. Uh, they don't uh, call it Hotlanta for no reason. So I, I'm sure you'll be just fine. Um, I think everyone will be having a great time down there, and everyone will be in good moods prior to the game. After the game, could be a different story, especially according to your prediction, if you're wearing a Los Angeles Rams jersey. Since we're talking about all these predictions, it feels appropriate to kind of move into our next segment called Did You DFS? Do we still... uh... Think we still we still have a think we still have a membership to a uh, to, to something that helps us out with uh, some DFS football. Is that yeah, true? I I have a few. You're gonna be gambling that night. I uh, I think I'm currently paying for okay. three different expert analyst websites, and let me tell you, they're good for some background information, <laughs> but they don't really help you very much, unless I'm just screwing it all up, which could be the case. Um, but. Did you DFS? For those of us out there who don't know what that means, DFS is daily fantasy. Um, there are a number of sites, obviously, like DraftKings and FanDuel and um, Draft and Yahoo, and everybody's doing it now. Um, I made my first deposit. It's legal, baby. Probably like f- when it first came out, 
like five years ago, a mere $25. Um, but I'm, I'm well probably, uh, don't tell my wife this, but well probably into the thousands by now over the past five years of how much money I've keep depositing. Um, I had one glimmer of, of hope this year uh, playing DFS baseball earlier in the season. Um, I had deposited $25, and I was down to my last five, and I had a $4 bet on something called tiers gambling. Now, these sites, you typically have a lineup of players you have to pick for each position, and you have a salary that you have to stay under. Um, This one was you pick six different guys, and each tier, there's four or five guys that you can choose from. So they limit you who you can pick. And uh, I was in, like, 15th place or so going into the end of the night. It was the last game. The Red Sox were playing, um, I think, on the West Coast. And it was an extra inning game. And I went to sleep. I fell asleep. And I was in 15th place, and I was winning, like, 20 bucks or something. And I was like, all right, I did pretty good. I woke up, my account said $500. I said, what Ooh. is this? And I looked, and Andrew Benatendi had hit a game-winning home run for the Red Sox, who was one of the guys on my team. And that home run put me two points ahead of the second-place guy. And I got first place in this group of, mm-hmm. I think it was like, I don't know, 3,000 people maybe. Um, on a four four dollar bet, and I won five hundred bucks. And from then on, I was just hooked, hooked. Gam every night, multiple yeah. multiple lineups, lots of money involved. You know, I was betting, I don't know, somewhere between twenty and fifty dollars a night, um, until it slowly slowly dwindled down to zero. Um, and I was actually looking at my credit card statement yesterday and just kind of scrolling, you know, how you, yes. you do once a month, maybe check out, make sure you don't get any fraudulent charges or anything like that. And uh, I w- well, it's very yeah, financially like, responsible. Whoa, okay. I have deposited way more times than I thought I did. Just with a click yeah. of a button, buddy. My magic I actually happens. deposited $100 last week and my wife sends me a <laughs> screenshot of a text that she got from our credit card company that says, do you approve this purchase? And it says DraftKings Unlimited, whatever. <laughs> and she said, did you do this? And I wrote back, LOL, how the fuck did you find out about this? <laughs> but she sent me a winky oh, face and God. was okay with it. So, Well, you... You got it past. You, you, uh, apparently, you filed the right paperwork for the proper approvals there. <laughs> well, speaking of speaking of that hundred dollars, hopefully it's still sitting around in your account because I'm assuming that you're going to be putting. Uh, there's got to be some DFS going on. Oh shit! On, yeah, on that was game, the longest right? fucking tangent ever. Hopefully, our listeners are still tuned in. Yeah, it was. Um, Probably not, but that's why we, you know, well, it's, it's the first episode. Um, what do yeah, you, what do you want? I will be DFSing the game. Um, they have these single game contests where you pick, I don't know, five or six guys only from that game. Um, top guy usually you get double the points or one and a half times the points or something. Um, 
but I will be DFSing the game. I will probably gamble at least $100. I'll probably bet on the game as well um, th- through a uh, sure unnamed source. Um, but, hey, if I'm spending mm-hmm. $3,000 on a ticket to the game, I might as well try to win it back, right? Yeah, I think that would be a wise decision. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can uh, well, I actually well, we can get into yeah. this later, but um, I one time I went to the uh, NCA Final Four, and that same year I won a office pool um, that the prize was like fifteen hundred dollars, and it paid for my entire trip for the weekend. So I'm hoping that that'll happen again. All right, well, we'll 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 be crossing our fingers for you, bud. Uh, uh, I know I will be uh, praying and hoping that you can uh, win back that ticket money. Uh, well, this is a segment that we'll come back to, especially when baseball kicks up. That's sort of for me. I know you DFS a lot more than I do, and uh, last year was my first uh, my first uh, dive into the DFS pool. So um, I'll probably focus more on baseball. So. Um, it will be a segment that we'll we'll come back to and and, and have uh, a lot as uh, baseball season come comes on. Um, speaking of baseball, uh, wanted to have just a very quick fantasy baseball segment uh, with you. Um, you, Tim, were actually on a podcast uh, today this week in fantasy baseball, uh, and I got a bone to pick with you because you went out there and you're giving away all my secrets. And I felt like I listened to you say this, and I'll explain to the listeners. Is I felt like I was Walter White, and I was just like the scene I remember in, in Breaking Bad. He just sees these other two like drug dealers. They're like you know dealing, and and it's in his area, and he goes up to them. And he's like, "Stay out of my territory," and that's how I felt, man. You were like, "Just stay out of my territory. Don't tell the baseball HQ is my thing." Hey, listen, you can't have all the advantages in life, all right? Yeah. So the back, the real quick background is that basically he was Tim's on this week in fantasy baseball podcast, and they're asking him like, how do you prepare for your draft, and where do you kind of like, what sites do you go to to like kind of like you know get a little insight or you know a little edge and it's on the line. And all I can think about is like, he better. I thought you were gonna say something like, oh, you know. Uh, you know, my, uh, my cousin Troy there, like, uh, he, he's really into, he's really into baseball HQ and that's what he uses. And I use that too. Instead, he was just like, nah, I'll just own the whole thing. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't going to give my competitors the information that I use. (laughs) Seriously. So I might like give them yours because I don't give a shit about your team. Uh, of course this is a, this is a, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a company anyone can use. It's uh, so there's no big secret with it, other than it's a paid site. So maybe a lot of people don't go it's go not, use it all that it's not all that much. What you uh, use it's how you use it. So if they don't if they don't read it true. as well, well that's what she do. said. But anyways, first of all, she didn't say a goddamn thing to you. <laughs> uh, I just remember I was like so pissed when you said that on that on that podcast today. But anyways. Another funny thing about uh, fantasy baseball was uh, I think there was a recent picture that you posted. And as soon as I saw it, all I could say to myself was that's 
I, we already know who your fantasy baseball doppelganger is. It's Dallas Keuchel. You guys look exactly the same with the way that the beards are grown right now. Uh, that's all I could think about. So first thing that popped in my head, I was like, no. It's like Tim looks like Dallas Keuchel, and Dallas, Dallas Keuchel looks Keuchel. like Cousin Tim. Is he even good? Yeah. Yeah, man. He's he's okay. He's okay. He's unsigned free agent right now. Played for Houston last <laughs> last year. He was my in beard, Houston. Had an, my beard's not, had an amazing my beard is not that long yeah. yet. Yeah, but it's going to get there. I feel like you kind of have like similar like facial features. Potentially. Uh, but I, I don't know. I could I just, see I it. Saw I saw that. And I, yeah. You'll have to post. You'll have to post yeah. a uh, side by side photo of us. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll post that out out there as well. So uh, we'll dive more into fantasy baseball. We'll dive more into like our our opinions on things, on players, uh, on playing the game, and everything like that. Um, yeah, so, and we'll we'll uh, be uh, we'll be I more just as I throw it more concise and specific um so don't don't judge us don't judge me bro on this uh first pod here yeah i feel like this whole pod this this i mean it is called my cousin timmy it's i feel like this is a i feel like this is like a resume if you and uh and a re- recap of your life that's well, fuck, this, the that's resume the would have to be like 100 pages because i've had so many jobs <laughs> well you're quite talented, I hear. Quite the opposite. Um, well, <laughs> well, you know something. I feel like we've run way long in in way way longer than I thought. Um, I think I said it. I told Tim. I was like, we're going to be thirty minutes in and out, and clearly that's not the case. Yeah. Um, I feel like we should just wrap. I feel like we should wrap the show up. I think we got a little taste of 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 uh, you know. Who, who who we are a little bit, who Tim is most importantly because it is called the podcast is called My Cousin Timmy, and um, you know we'll come back and uh, look for it. Uh, hopefully everyone comes back for the second episode. I feel like it'll be a really good one. We'll be able to kind of catch up on your trip down to Atlanta, down to Super Bowl Fifty Three, hoping for a Patriots win, my friend. Uh, especially really hoping for you really hoping so that it's it's not a miserable trip back home uh with uh with a loss and money out of your pocket so well that was quite a first episode i think that's a pretty good stopping point here cousin timmy and i think what we should do is maybe you can fill in and uh fill everyone in excuse me you could fill everyone in in terms of where they can go and uh and and search for this podcast and all its related social media content. Sure. You can go to at Spiros Bros, S-P-E-R-O-S-B-R-O-S, is our Twitter handle. And you can follow me on Instagram at the real cousin Timmy. I will be posting from Atlanta. I'm going to try to do a few live videos oh that sounds like a great idea that's i'm full of great ideas keep listening to the podcast (laughs) and and see what i come up with (laughs) uh people uh listeners it's gonna be magic hour here and uh uh next uh next weekend from uh, a live feed from atlanta i'm looking forward to that hey man had a great show great job Great show. I mean, the kids are asleep. I could, I could talk all night. It's really my only opportunity. It's true. To do so. You could talk all night, but cousin Troy here has to get some sleep. 
because uh, there's a uh, there's post offices to be open tomorrow. Um, everyone out there, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to five years in the making of episode one of my cousin Timmy. I'm your host, cousin Troy. For cousin Timmy, we wish you well, and we'll see you next week. Go Pats. <laughs>